Welcome to the Morning Download Podcast, your go-to resource for personal finance, economics, and market insights. In just eight minutes a day, we provide valuable information to help you make better money decisions. Don't forget to sign up for our free newsletter at https semicolon slash slash www.morningdownload.com slash subscribe. Let's dive right in. In today's episode, we'll cover the struggles of Bitcoin's price, the U.S. economy's strong growth, Elon Musk's troubles and backlash, allocating investments, and Benjamin Graham's advice on personal finance. So, some interesting news on the economy front. It turns out that the U.S. economy is growing at an even faster pace than initially thought. According to the Department of Commerce, the gross domestic product, GDP, accelerated at a 5.2% annualized rate in the third quarter. That's even better than the 4. 9% initial reading and the 5% forecast by economists. Why is this happening, you ask? Well, it seems that stronger government spending and better-than-expected business investment have been major contributors to this growth spurt. Non-residential fixed investment, which includes structures, equipment, and intellectual property, saw an increase of 1.3%. Although this is a bit lower than in previous quarters, it's still a positive sign. Government spending has also played a role in boosting the economy with a rise of 5, 5% for the July through September period. However, there is one sector that saw a downward revision. It's now rising at a slightly slower pace of 3, 6% compared to the initial estimate of 4%. Interesting, isn't it? Now let's take a quick look at some global news. In China, factory activity has shrunk for the second consecutive month in November. Over in the UK, Robinhood, the popular stock trading platform, is finally set to launch after two failed attempts. And in the tech world, Microsoft has secured a non-voting board seat at OpenAI, an artificial intelligence research lab. So it seems like Elon Musk is facing even more bad news lately. You might remember that he recently got called out for liking some anti-Semitic posts on X, and he did apologize for that. However, he's now claiming that advertisers are trying to blackmail him. Yikes! Not only that, but some major companies like Apple and Disney are actually boycotting Musk's X platform. They're not just pausing their ads there, they're completely moving away from it. That's definitely not good for Musk and his company. But wait, there's more. The OW, that that's the United Auto Workers, has launched union campaigns at Tesla and 12 other automakers in the US. This union has already negotiated some record contracts with the big Detroit automakers. And now they're looking to organize nearly 150,000 auto workers. They've been trying to get Tesla's Fremont plant on board for a while now, but it hasn't gained much traction. Oh, and on a different note, just wanted to quickly mention that Salesforce is doing really well. They reported revenue of $1.8, 72B, which met expectations, and their adjusted earnings per share came in at $2, 11, beating the estimate of $2, 06. They're also raising their annual profit view because of the steady demand for their cloud services. Way to go, Salesforce. So, yeah, it's been a roller coaster ride for Elon Musk lately. Let's see how he handles it all. So you've come into $100,000 and you're wondering how to invest it. Well, our subscribers have spoken and most of them said they would invest in real estate and stocks. This can be a good choice, but we suggest that you diversity a little more. Let's break down how you can divide your $100,000 wisely. Real estate is a great option as it can provide passive income through rent and potential capital gains. However, keep in mind that real estate profits are taxed and rental income isn't guaranteed. That being said, you could consider investing around 20% or $20,000 in real estate. Crowdfunding or REITs 
can be good alternatives since fully owning property with $15,000 might not be feasible in most regions. Next up, we have stocks. Stocks have proven to be rewarding, with the S&P 500 offering average returns of 10%. If you play it smart and luck is on your side, you could even double your money in a few months. Investing approximately 35% or $35,000 in stocks might be a good idea. Bonds have become more attractive with rising interest rates. The United States 10Y government bond, for example, has a 4. 277% yield, and commercial bonds offer even more. Consider investing about 3% or $3,000 in bonds. Now let's talk about cryptocurrencies. They are risky but cannot be ignored. Financial advisors are slowly warming up to them, with 45% expecting to use them in the future in response to client requests. For now, it might be a good idea to invest about 5% or $5,000 in crypto. You can increase this if you have a higher risk appetite. Don't forget about other investment options like precious metals and savings accounts. Precious metals act as a hedge against inflation, and high-yield savings accounts can offer over 5% returns. Consider investing around 20% or $20,000 in these options. Of course, you should also spend some of the money on yourself. After all, what's the point of earning if you can't enjoy it? Consider spending about 10% or $10,000 on something you've always wanted, like a trip or a TV. And finally, it's always wise to have an emergency fund. Consider putting around 7% or $7,000 into an emergency fund so you have a safety net in case things go haywire in the future. Remember, this breakdown assumes you don't have any debt or immediate necessities like a house or car. If you're in debt, prioritize using this $100,000 to first get out of debt. If you don't have a house, consider using this money for a down payment. Keep in mind that this is just a basic idea. Your investment strategy should align with your financial goals and the changing situation. Things like savings accounts may not be as lucrative in the future as they are today. Adapt your investment plan accordingly and seek professional advice if needed. Hey there, I've got a personal finance quote of the day for you. So here's the deal. Buy not on optimism, but on arithmetic. These wise words are from the renowned Benjamin Graham. Now let's break it down. When it comes to personal finance, it's easy to get caught up in emotions and make decisions based on optimism. We might think that a certain investment or purchase will bring us instant success and happiness, but here's where arithmetic comes into play. Graham reminds us that relying solely on optimism can be a risky move. Instead, we should take a step back and crunch the numbers. It's all about understanding the cold, hard facts and figures before making financial decisions. By relying on arithmetic, we are being rational and logical. We're taking into account things like budgeting, cash flow, and the potential return on investment. It's a more calculated approach that can help us avoid impulsive decisions and make sound choices for our financial well-being. So the next time you're considering a financial move, remember Benjamin Graham's words of wisdom. Don't just go with your gut feeling or blind optimism. Take a moment to do the math and make smart choices based on arithmetic. In today's podcast, we discussed the struggles of Bitcoin's price, the strong U.S. economy, Elon Musk's challenges, investment allocation, and Benjamin Graham's advice on personal finance. Thanks for tuning in to The Morning Download, your go-to podcast for personal finance, economics, and market insights in just eight minutes a day. Don't forget to subscribe for more helpful content and sign up for our free newsletter at morningdownload.com slash subscribe.